podcast from Crew and Mike is, I think it's really cool and um, that is what I wanted to say. Two and a mic. Books are an enduring passion. They are a means to enter a new world with undefined rules in which I can allow my mind to wander. They allow me to think about others, imagine how others feel and react, behave and talk, walk and see. Novels can be guides to empathy. They can allow us to open our minds and see something different, some other mind or thought at play. Here Greg and I review The Black Echo by Michael Connolly and what is crime if not a journey into the mind of a criminal? What is a detective drama if not the tale of society seeking to mend its ills? Thank you, Greg, for your time. Enjoy. Greg, um, it's great to have you back for the the book club continues. How you doing, man? I'm very well, thank you. And you? Yeah, good, 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 good. Today is uh, Ascension Day in Germany, uh, which means that uh, we have <laughs> some serious heights to reach um, in the quality of our discussion. So therefore, we might as well uh, admit now that we're not going to quite get there. Shit, I'll leave. I'll leave. Should I? <laughs> get, get someone else on here. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, so we're talking about The Black Echo, um, which is a, the first Bosch novel by Michael Connolly. Um before we start, I've made a note that um, I'd like to uh, pay my tributes to Lance Reddick, um, who passed away recently. Um, he plays Chief Irving in, in the TV oh. show. Oh, right. Um, you didn't know about this. You didn't I hear did about know. this. No, I didn't know. Yeah, unfortunately, he died very young at the age of 60. Um, one day he was fine. And the next day he uh, I think he passed away at home. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, from the first time that I saw Lance Reddick, um, in Fringe, um, I thought, wow, this guy has, has an aura. Some presence um, he does, yeah. Yeah. And, um, in, and he just had that in every show, um, every, whatever piece of work that he did. I think he was also, um, on, in the theater on the stage, um, and he will be missed, um, his walk, his talk, his look, his voice, fantastic, absolute talent. Yeah, but I mean, the the character of Irving is, 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 is a key one, um, in, in, probably more so in the books, uh, but he really brought it, he really brought his own his own special take to the character, I think, to the screen. We'll do this in the discussion to come, but the books and, 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 the, uh, and the series, as always with these things, are, are never quite the same, um, and the storylines change quite a lot um between the difference between the two can be stark but he he had he brought his own take to the character of um uh of irving which was a it, it's a it's a very important character to bosch and and the development of bosch's own um storyline in the book series yeah yeah and um uh, I, I, I don't think you're on twitter but um titus whatever whenever um an actor um, passes away. Um, 
Titus Weller pays his respects and mentions um, we have become fewer. Um, and I, I believe he's talking about um, obviously his sector, but also um, I think about a certain kind of group of actors, um, and I include actresses within that. But when it was Lance, he said, I haven't lost a friend, I've lost a brother. And um, I think it was very touching the way Titus Weller pays his respects to all of these actors, I presume most of whom he's known. But I think with, in the case of Lance, he worked very closely with Lance Reddick. So mm. um, I think that must have touched him quite deeply. I'm sure it did. Um, they, 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 yeah, they, they certainly worked together for a number of years. And I'm sure they had a bond. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously condolences to um, Lance Reddick's family. Indeed. So, yeah, so you suggested this uh, book um, and... You, I on did top it of such that, a long yeah, time ago. Go, yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, it wasn't just a book that you suggested because you also then contacted me and said, dude, you've got to listen to the audio book because Titus yeah. Welliver actually recorded. He did a special version because um, there was an original audio book of this done in the 1990s. Um, but they, they did a special with, with Titus reading it and it's fantastic. Yeah, no disrespect paid to the original narrator, no, but at, at the end of I, the day, <laughs> I've heard I've heard five other other novels by the original narrator now, and he, he does he does a smashing job too. Um, but it, you know, for me, listening to the, the voice of Bosch read the Bosch novel, it it, just, it does give it something a little extra. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, um, yeah, when I, I got the audio book and um, I wanted to listen to the Titus Welliver version, and um, so now I have both. Both versions, so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, okay, that's the that's the way it goes. But yeah, fantastic. Listening to Bosch, do Bosch, think Bosch, um, is uh, amazing. Uh, and also, I don't know if you listened at the end of that particular version. There's an interview with him and Michael I Connolly. Did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I did. Cool. Maybe we can um, comment a little bit about that later on if we if we don't run out of time. So um, as you read or listened to this such a long time ago, the storyline uh, perhaps alludes you somewhat. Um, would you like me to remind you of it? Um, so as I remember, um, it, the, this really builds the character of Osh in, in a way that this, because the series doesn't start with this with this story. This, this story is not involved in a series whatsoever. So you really get a sense. And this is what's really interesting about, about the, the difference between um, the TV series and the books. The books were written in the early 90s. Um, so you, it, it's, a, it's a fantastic update of the, what I'd call American noir, that kind of detective story written in the third person, but from the point of view of the detective. So everything's Bosch did this. He said that he saw that it's all written in the third person. And it it, it really updates Noir in a, in, in a way that I, I found fascinating. Um, very easy to listen to, very easy to read, very easy to get involved in the story and want to listen to more. Um, I, I, it's very it's so it's so well it's so well written um, and, and delivered that it it. And you can be doing anything and want and have this on while you're doing it and, and you're engrossed in the story and you feel as though um, you're, you're following it all the time and it really takes you along with it. Um, so, yeah. So but the, 
to take the point of um, what, what, what can I, I just, mean is, can I just, in, go ahead, yes. Before you start talking about the story, to just quickly interject, because you've mentioned, you, you've talked about the, the style, as it were, and mm. the genre. Uh, and I just want to throw in my bit. Whenever I've, in, whenever I've tried to introduce Bosch, the TV series, to somebody um, who hasn't yet seen it or heard of it, uh, I always say this is the closest that American cop drama has got to Morse. Mm. Um, because of you know, the things that you say um, and, and the way that it's presented. Um, and and I, I think that that proximity, that intensity um, and um, the is a revelation of the individual's police officer, the main character's personal feelings and mm. life story. I think it's bang on, um, mm. yeah, Inspector Morse. I think you're, you have something there. Uh, when you when you look at the, the character of Morse and Bosch, they're, they're both. Um, they are both always striving to protect um, the innocent or the weak. And there's some, you know, Bosch's, um, his, his own little sort of internal monologue where he says, everyone counts or no one counts. And that that follows through um, with, with his actions. He, he He's always harsh on those he feels are unfair and he deals with them in the way in a way that you know you'd, you'd say but only Bosch could using using the, the tone the language the threat uh, which is uh, which is always uh, delivered in his own in his own fashion um, but yeah I mean so going, going back to the first book what was fascinating was I don't know about you but when, very early on in the book he, he goes to do um, and one of the great things that Michael Connolly does his his take and the detail of knowledge that he shows and how things work and how the police system works um, throughout the throughout the ages the, the detail and the knowledge that he must have that shines through because it's not you know these these aren't just things that are thrown in he knows what certain forms have to be filled in he discusses oh he doesn't want to fill that form but it, it's it's all like as though he was a cop i don't know his background but it, he, he certainly seems to have done a lot of research if he wasn't involved in 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 um in law enforcement he's done a lot a hell of a lot of research in order to be able to come up with um just just the functionality of how the the the, the, the police work in in la um in particular so but i loved in one sequence of the book where where bosch goes to um to do a, a search on a, an individual so it's early 1990s and they have to wait for about three minutes for the computer to send back a report of um, of, of names, which, which of course seems ridiculous to us now. But of course, I, I do remember those early computers, and you know, it, 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 you, it, it's it's lovely to to read. Three that minutes now. was three minutes was quick. You're, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, I, I was going to talk about this later because of, uh, for general reviews and so on, but I'll bring it in now because you mentioned it. There was a guy, um, I read his, and he, he's a professional reviewer, yeah, um, book reviewer, and he reviewed this book. I think he reviewed it in 2013, okay? And he he mentions, he says, it's cliched, it's aged, there's nothing new. Um, and he said, I mean, you know, he, he continuously talks about, actions which nowadays you just say google it man and i think one minute this was written this was first published in 92 yeah this was Connolly's first book 
Um, Google didn't exist in 1992. The internet just about, I think, had a you know some kind of uh, people were slightly it. aware we, of it in 92. We, we didn't have access to the internet back in 92. There was no there was no internet as such to speak of. No. Um, so these kinds of reviews have to be taken with a serious pinch of salt. I mean, he still gave it six out of ten, considering he tried. He basically tried to just. Um, pummel the book but um I, I think those people who review things you know it's like saying shakespeare why don't you just get on the bus you know <laughs> what is all this bullshit um i i think um yeah some reviews are a bit harsh and they try to make a reputation by uh, mm. you know, jumping on the reputation of others um this was Connolly's debut book uh, and it was bloody good um, it, it, anyway, it, stand, yeah. it stands up on its own for, and obviously it did that in, or, in order for the series to have gone on for so long and for the character to you know to exist all this time and of course have the the reboot as it were in, in terms of the amazon prime series um which borrows a lot from the novels but also takes its own um very much takes its own um, stands on its own takes its own route in terms of the storyline so in, in, in this, the first book, which, as I mentioned, isn't in, in a TV series, um, we get to understand who Bosch is and where he's come from. So we know we, we, we get to understand what's you know, his backstory in terms of what's happened to his mother, although that's you know, played upon much further later on. And the, the link between him and, um, and what happened to him in Vietnam is very strong in the book. Again, in a way that it's not possible for it to be in a series, because in the series, Titus Welliver, he can barely be touching 60 in 2015, and he can't draw upon so much. They do mention it in the series, the TV series, but it's not, you know, whereas in, in the book, it's 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 part of who he is. You know, this, this tunnel rat um, who was was sort of sent down, um, Lord knows how many dark tunnels, and you know, and it didn't know if he was going to come up alive um, or what was waiting for him down there. Uh, and that sense of real, real dread and fear that he has, especially when he has to go down the tunnel again, it's it's there. It's it's palpable in 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 the character, in in a way that it's hard to do when the book when, when the story is set in 2015. Yeah, yeah, um, and also I mean in the TV series, um, it's they've substituted Vietnam for Iraq and Afghanistan, I think. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, you know, he still well, has They didn't have a tunnel. Right? The thing is, they, 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 the whole tunnel thing is is what makes. In, in this yeah. in, in particular first book that's what makes it you know the story um so well developed um yeah. no, because it also ties because yeah. it also ties in with the fbi investigation exactly so yeah and, and that's yeah. why it's fundamental isn't it yeah 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 um <clears throat> no it's it's brilliant um and and also uh, as um as a debut novel it seems to me that michael connelly put a lot of himself into the book so therefore the name of bosch hieronymus yeah um you know this uh this this is it a spanish artist uh no he was from, dutch dutch flemish dutch, i think okay. yeah, i think he was a dutch flemish artist his, okay. his his works um were i'd say groundbreaking but they're, they're, they're harrowing almost um okay. they are they his works depict scenes of um of utter confusion or hell um very dark, very morbid, um, very confusing. Dante, Dante-ish, is it a bit like? Um, um it, it's not dark in that sense. I mean, it, 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 it they're, they're, I'm sure uh, I'm, I'm by no reason an, uh, an art critic here, so I don't, I don't know exactly the message he's trying to get across. But when you see the, there's there's elements of darkness and light, there's, there's very, they're very playful. Um, they're ahead of their time. If you if you were to see uh, 
Bosch's work, you, you wouldn't necessarily look at it and think, right, this was painted in the 16th century. Um, but he, he, he's quite he's quite a well-known artist. But it's you know the the, the you know the, I think it's a it's a play um, of, to suggest that a um, a prostitute in the 19 in the 1970s would have chosen that as the name for her son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was it was it the mother that chose it or the father? I think later we find out it was the mum. Yeah, you, you could be right. I can't remember. But um, yeah, indeed. Um, which, again, sort of speaks of um, Connolly's uh, sort of character building. Um, and then also he re- there's so just to introduce some of the different parts of it. So we've already spoken about. Um, so the story starts where a, a, an, a, an addict and a, apparently homeless person is found dead in some pipe um, in, in L.A. Um, and the. Clearly, he's died of an overdose. The, the the investigators on the scene basically write it off as ah typical bullshit. This is so low on our priorities. Let's just get rid of the um, take it back down and end of story. Um, whereas Bosch doesn't dismiss it from the off, um, and he recognizes something about this character because they were indeed, as you said, tunnel rats together in in Vietnam. So um, he knew the guy. Then there's a concurrent FBI investigation into bank robbers who have been tunneling their way into vaults, um, accessing specific safety deposit boxes. So therefore, there's a there's this investigation ongoing there as well. So there are currently two separate investigations, two separate forces. Mm-hmm. At the same but that time, that comes later, right? Yeah. I mean, as you so Karen, then I'll be no, no, go on, go on. I, I was just going to say that um, that. They, that essence of Bosch to not just take the easy route and whatever gets rid of, right, okay, let's close that case off, it's gone and dusted, it's the easiest thing to do is not make it a murder, because by making it a murder, it's something not only do I have to investigate, that it, but it goes on our record. And of course, what the, the police captain that he has, um, Pounds, um, who becomes an, an antagonist later, um, he doesn't, he, he all he cares about is his figures. He doesn't give a damn about people's lives, livelihoods, or anything like that. All he cares is that at the end of the day, how many murders have they solved? How many cases have they closed? That's all that matters to him. It's just, it's just a numbers game. Um, so it, the easiest thing for, for the police to do is when they turn up with these things, if it's a possible OD, there's, there's, it, it's basically nothing for them to do. It doesn't go on their figures. It doesn't um, doesn't harm their figures whatsoever. So they can just push it to one side and say some guy's OD'd, and it, it, it makes things easy. But Bosch isn't like that. Firstly, he recognises the guy, and he he sees some t- telltale signs that there's more to this than meets the eye, which other detectives are willing to just either not see, they don't see or just willing to to, to you know to look past. Um, and that works into the character we're talking about of Bosch and the the fairness thing that he has, which he shares with our own beloved detective in Oxford. Yep, indeed, Mr. Morse. Indeed. Uh, Endeavour. Um, another one with an interesting first name. Um, yeah, he was right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, so the, alongside these two investigations, there's this other story. So Chief Irving, who here plays a completely different character to that which we know played by Lance Reddick in the show. Um, this guy doesn't like Bosch um, and there's a bit of history so previously there was a serial killer which is something which was covered I believe in the show the TV show um, that comes up ser- in the second book see yeah? this is the thing this is this is where they get things so the second book concentrates far more on that particular okay. thing because they, they go back and okay. um, 
so the thing so honey chandler is brought into it ah okay so that's that's when she so whereas in the whereas in the first series honey chandler's straight away that i think in the very first episode we have honey chandler she doesn't feature really in the first book mm. but in the second book she takes she she she, um, she comes in yep uh, yeah. i do believe it is the second book um but okay. yeah Mm, so yeah, yeah. That, that that does come into it but later on. Yeah. Um, and with Irving, then in this uh, in the book, he's out to get uh, Bosch. He just doesn't like the way Bosch does things. And he sends his goons, as Bosch refers to them, Lewis and Clark. Now, this these names will be familiar to people who have studied U.S. history and the uh, Louisiana expedition in particular, um, because these were the two people for whom or by uh, whose, I suppose, uh, adventures uh, this expedition became known. But actually, um, the, the expedition was a success because of Sacagawea and York, uh, who really made the expedition a success. I just thought I'd add that because um, their names are not spoken often of enough. Anyway, OK, another person that we get to meet quite quickly when Bosch decides to invade the FBI um offices is eleanor wish now yeah. eleanor is a completely different character in the book and the tv series well okay so again this is where the dates thing comes into it mm-hmm. so uh, just just to clear up something it's actually the third book um which covers um which honey Chandra, i think is in, introduced to us in the second book but in the third book is where she really comes into focus um okay. which is called the concrete blonde um where the case the case for what happened for Bosch in the past, which is what Pounds and he really sort of fell out over, as well as Irving. Um, so and, and the tensions between between the three come come out a lot uh, in mm-hmm. book three. So, but sorry, going back to what you're saying there, in in the series, Eleanor Wish is already the ex-wife of Harry Bosch, and and in, up to book five, which is what what, what, what I've just finished, um, there's still there's 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 no you know, there's no mention of wedding yet. Uh, because we're still in 1994-95 in the books in uh, by, by the end of book five whereas in 2015 harry bosch has got a, a teenage daughter with eleanor wish um and she's um so in that one she's uh, we, we, we doesn't really touch on why she's a discredited fbi agent but we obviously we, we delivered that uh in the first book in um in, in what she does in order to Revenge. get to, to, to prevent to, to prevent the crime, um, mm. but she she does something which is in Bosch's view unforgivable. Mm. Um, she breaks the law, and he he gives her an ultimatum that either she hands herself in, or he's you know he's going to take matters much further. Mm-hmm. Um, which she, of course she, she decides to hand herself in, and spends the next she, she's not in the next two or three books because of that. Okay, she, right. she, but she doesn't she doesn't go to prison though clearly. No, she does. Oh, does she? Oh yeah, she does. Oh. Okay. No, she gets she goes down. She got I think um, she, she she goes away for four or five years, which is why when she comes back, it's very hard for her um to find any kind of employment. Um because she's not 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 only is she is she um an ex con, she's an ex con FBI agent. Mm. Which which you know it, it's it, it's it's almost doubly bad for her. So uh, wait, wait, I thought she's got a slap on the wrist and that was oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Because because of what she did, I mean, she could have cost Bosch's life, remember, in, mm. in, 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 in toward the end of the book. Um, and although she ended up saving it in a way, um, the, the I don't know how much 
we need to spoil this, but uh, because of what she did initially, she put the whole investigation on, in, under threat, people's lives, um, all because corners were cut, massive mm. corners were cut. Um, mm. And yeah, Bosch, Bosch, even though he really liked her, and she was, um, they were lovers in the book, um, that was, you know, his sense of right did not allow him um, to forgive her that. And he made her hand herself in and she did time for it. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you see, as you can see, I've not read the books and um, except for Black Echo. Um, and so therefore I need to catch up with with uh, where you are. But I think there were 19 novels written, weren't there, in the Bosch series. So there's quite a bit. I believe, yeah, I knew there's, there's a, I didn't know exactly how many, but yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a way to go still. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. All right. We don't want to talk too much more about the details of the book because then we've uh, well, we've already entered sort of spoiler territory. So let's not uh, spoil it further. What would you say to somebody to convince them to read the book? Um, because for me, it's great. But I've seen the series and I didn't need any convincing. And then when you mentioned, oh my, but Titus Welliver reads it, then that's it. You know, there's no question of whether it's just when. Um, but somebody who hasn't seen the show, hasn't read the books. How do you convince them to read it? Look, there are many different um, types of book for different and it, the people out there who will love and who will, will not love this, this this book or this series. Um, if 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 what you're looking for is beautiful prose, um, you know, um, and, and high minded high minded writings, then that's not really what this is. This is a fast paced police drama on paper delivered to you in a very technical manner, with great detail, very well written, very well researched, um, and it, it, it and will make you, you know, will make you want to continue reading it until until you found out exactly what's going on. Because there's always a twist, there's always a mystery, and the twist always, from the books I've read, makes sense in the end. There's, you don't, you know, you're they're, they're scratching your head at the end, thinking, did you really? It, 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 it's it's so well written and researched in that in that sense that when when the twist is delivered, it's believable, it's plausible, and you, you know you 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 actually feel a sense of um, of relief <laughs> that mm. that you found you've got to the end, you found what's going on, and I I, I really enjoyed that, um, and you, you get a sense of as you know as strong a character as Bosch is, um, there's always some element of luck that seem that seems to help him out whether it's luck in terms of finding that bit of evidence, um, which, you know, so often is the case in, in life, I think, that, you know, you come across so many things in, through luck that you wouldn't otherwise have done. It's not, of course, you have to put in the hard work as well, but so many things turn on, on, on a little bit of evidential luck, which you would, uh, uh, you know, you could easily not have, uh, not have fallen into your lap. Um, and, luck in terms of saving his life and you know a small detail which um, could have gone another way someone taking a different turn and wouldn't have been a you know wouldn't have saved his life at, at a particular time um, when you know when he's grappling with a with a bad guy at the end of a book or so, so yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot of that goes into it and if you know if you like that kind of tension um and 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 and, and you know, sort of fast paced but also um very detailed um police drama then I think this, you know, these these books certainly should provide you with some with, with, with some entertainment. I think also, you know, as we mentioned before, the character development within the book and the TV series. Um, I think the casting 
but the TV series is fantastic. Um, even even Maddie, I mean, they they pick up this girl who's very young, and you know she manages to carry this character for um, you know through her adolescence um, and even into Bosch legacy. Um, and um, yeah, the the longevity of the of, of the character is it's brilliant um, for a, for a young person. Is it? It's different. I mean, the the other adult characters. They are you know, already sort of adults. They've established themselves within a career, but you're always taking a bit of a risk when you pick a, a child character. Um, but I think they were fantastic for the for the character who played um, Maddie in the TV series. Definitely. Yeah. OK, so as we also alluded to earlier, there's uh, in the uh, special audio book, which uh, Titus Welliver reads at the end, there's a bit of an interview with him and Michael Connolly. Now, in the creation of the TV series, Michael Connolly plays a big role um, in, in, in production. And um, I think that really brings out the true flavor of the books. It also, I think, allows Michael Connolly to revisit elements of the original series, uh, the original books, which perhaps he he has since reflected upon and thought, oh, maybe I can try this as well, not necessarily to improve but just to sort of variate his creation. Um, and what struck me about the the interview was we're not talking about producer and actor or later on two producers or a writer and actor. We're listening to friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they had that level of um, you know, intimacy in their exchanges, um, which I thought was great. Yeah, no, I agree. Um... I mean, they've been work, they've, they've been working together for quite a while, obviously. Um, and 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 at this point, I'm sure that they've, they've had their moments. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably see each other at their best and their worst. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we, the, the, nothing ever goes completely smoothly. So they, they, you know, they, I'm sure they've been shouting matches and, uh, and and all those things in the background. But um, yeah, and an elation when uh, when when a project gets the wrap. There's definitely mutual respect um, between the two. They know exactly what the other one brings to the table. So um, I, I, it was just it's always great to because you, we know these people with their p- sort of professional work, either their books or their acting. Um, but when you watch them interact, I mean, I always remember my, one of my favorite ever interviews. I've only seen it on, on, on YouTube um, included uh, Paul Newman um, and a few other actors talking about the history of method acting, their exchanges, the way that they talk, um, it's like the defences are off because I'm speaking with a friend here. I'm speaking with another actor. These people know um, know all the shit that goes on in the background and, and you actually get you know, a very small window into who these people are. Um, and so I really do appreciate it when you get that opportunity to listen to these people interact among themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great for me. Yeah, no, I, I haven't seen the interview you're talking about, but maybe I'll I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find it again and send you a link. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, shame, obviously, Paul Newman also passed away some years ago. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Greg, um, to conclude then, um, would you, or I should say, how highly <laughs> would you recommend this book and this series and the TV series um, to fans of crime? Yeah, I mean, but to, to fans of crime, especially as you say, the, 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 those people who um, get a real kick out of Morse and you know between series um, of Endeavor or whatever, um, all all of which are off our screens currently, um, 
this would this this would be a nice uh, a nice project for them to to take up that take up that slack as it were because it's a uh, it definitely has a similar feel of course it's very different the streets of LA um, and and and, it, and 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 it's tough talking cop um, to you know to to the gentleman Morse that we have mm. but there are there are there are there are some similarities between them that um, and especially in the storytelling I think uh, mm. and the background and some of the difficulties they face. Well, obviously Morse has his um, his demons that he's fighting throughout the series, yep. Um, yep. which which look better of them at the end. <laughs> Many of them are liquid <laughs> demons. Um, oh man, and, John, you know, Thor. You, John, John Thor. John Thor, yeah. Um, you, you, of course, um, in what is what's interesting in the Bosch series, um, again, not really covered so much in the TV series because by then it's, it's already all over. You get a sense in the books of that time in LA where cigarette smoking is going from being acceptable to not acceptable. And as you follow the books through, you're, 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 they're getting pushed further and further. So in the first book, they're smoking inside, inside the police, the police headquarters. But by the time you get through to book four or five, not only are they on the pavement, they've been pushed away from the pavement. And in the, in the fifth book, um, the police chief has asked, has, has had to ask um, the, municip- uh, the municipal courts if he could actually push them further away from the building than the pavements. And they've said, no, the pavements aren't yours. You could, not, you can only, you, there's public land, so you can't push them further away from the police department than public land. So it looks like most of the time when you're arriving to work, it's like a picket line you have to cross to get in <laughs> with all these guys smoking outside. Mm. So um, it's, no, it's, it's was- interesting to follow that. Yeah, well, I remember being in LA in the 90s and being told you're not allowed to smoke on the streets, but you got to you can only smoke in certain areas or maybe at home. Um, but uh, you can't just uh, light up and smoke along the pavement because um, yeah, people don't like it; they'll complain. Um, so yeah, I do remember that uh, that occurring. Um, I also just wanted to point out one thing that I wanted to mention before we we didn't speak about much of, um, and uh, that is um, Bosch's partner um jerry in the, yeah jerry edgar in in the series um i i love the, the guy um I, I think he's brilliant and i think he has a certain depth to him and i can't remember which series it is um which refers back to his history i think he's from haiti isn't he yes um, he's haitian yes that's right yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the actually is tackled in one of the in one of the series where they, they they get embroiled in some kind of political thing going on with the haitians and he's yeah, he, he he becomes very key. I'm guessing that this is something that's going to happen in one of the books to come, um, mm. m- maybe at some point in the future. But I haven't visited that yet. Well, well remember, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's brilliant. And uh, but there's a very <laughs> he's presented very differently in the book is, because yes. he's basically an estate agent. He's an estate um, agent. Yeah, <laughs> <And> he's, <laughs> he's a cop because he so that he can get to know cops. He can he can sell homes to retiring cops. That's, that's basically the reason why he's a police officer. It seems yeah. to me it's it's completely different kind of character, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you carry if you carry on with the subsequent books, he and Bosch have a very different relationship in 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 the books than they do in the series. And in they're, they're really pretty tight in the series. Not so in the books. Mm. Um, and that, that, that comes across in the first book, but if you carry on through, they they have a big falling out um, to, to, to come. Um, but again, not to spoil too yeah. much. 
Yeah, 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 cool. Um, no, but I know we were bringing coming, we were coming to an end, but I just remember I had to mention Jerry Edgar because I love the character, I love the actor in in the series as well, and yeah, um, yeah brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, no, he's um, unashamed, unashamedly uh, an estate agent, um, and he, you know, he, he, I think he says that he makes much more money by selling houses than he does through his police, police, and the, a, a big things made of his clothing. Um, he's, he's always immaculately dressed in suits and <laughs> yeah, expensive, in expensive shoes and things like that. Mm. And, you know, Bosch, Bosch is always wondering at how, how, how on earth he's, a, he's able to afford all this stuff. Mm. Um, Whereas in the then, TV series, his wife is the estate agent and right. he sometimes helps out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's not, again, that's a, a device that's been used to do that, uh, yeah. I, I guess. Um, yeah. But isn't he always getting divorced in the TBC? There's always some something going on in the background with his wife where she's just trying to leave him. Or, or well, she wife. does in the TV series. She does. She does, she leave, does him. leave him. Yeah, yeah. They right. do. They get divorced, um, and then she has a, a, another partner. And um, but the other partner is very respectful of Jerry Edgar, um, and um, yeah, they have a good relationship. I do believe there's still um, affection between the two. Especially when it gets uh, injured, but uh, anyway. To, to, yeah. to, to, to roll back to where we started, this almost. Um, yeah. Also in the second series on 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 TV show, um, the character the character um, of um, Irving, he also, I mean, of course, is under tragic circumstance for him. His wife leaves him too. Mm. You remember that? Yes, of course I do. Yeah, and that's when he teams up personally with Bosch, and that's a fantastic series as well. Yeah. Is that if that's the one that we're referring to? Yeah. Um, are you uh, Seven of Nine? Isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. Of she course. She plays. She plays the wife of the of the um, Armenian. Um, the, the Armenian gangster or the gangster, um, good cousin of the gangster who's a, who's a yeah, yeah, from Vegas or yeah, the such, Ve- yes. yeah, Vegas LA sort of link. Yeah. Yeah, which also helps out the storyline to to develop um, with um, Eleanor because she's she lives in Vegas too. So she um, lives in, but that's right. So, yeah. so he's able to go and visit with Maddie yeah. and and, and um, yeah, again um, reading that that book. Um, that book, which one was that? I think that's the fifth book. That is the fifth book. Okay. Yeah, that one. That one's that one's called Trunk Music. Could be, um, yeah, because he's found in the trunk of the, the, the yes. car, isn't he? So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, though, great storytelling. Uh, I mean, I haven't read the book, but uh, the series as it developed was uh, was brilliant. And um, yeah, and also the, the combination, the, the way that he gets the character to Bosch to connect with Rachel in, oh, sorry, Eleanor in, in, in Vegas. Um, I think it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, cool. OK, all right. we've already brought this almost to an end. Just one more thing from me um, and then please add whatever you wish to add. But another thing that Bosch and Morse have in common is fantastic soundtrack. Um, Bosch is one of those where I hate skipping the intro because the music is fantastic. And I absolutely love Barrington for long um, yeah. for Morse as well. Of course. Um, yeah. So, yeah, love them. Love them both. Yeah, no, I, I, of course, and all through the book, and if they follow this through in in the TV series, which I, I, I can only assume comes from the author's own love of jazz, but Bosch is a huge jazz fan, um, mm. and when on on his nights off, almost you can he just he finds himself gravitating towards a jazz club in LA, um, sitting back with a whiskey, um, mm. almost closing his eyes and and listening to the set, um, which I, I'm sure is something. Um, 
that you know you can find the author doing on his nights off. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. Put his feet up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Great. Um, it's my turn now to pick a book, isn't it? Uh, I fear it is. Yeah, <laughs> you fear it is. Uh, but I've actually picked one which I think you're going to enjoy. Um, okay. And it's called Alexandria: The Quest for the Lost City by Edmund Richardson. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you the link um, and uh, you can have a go at it. Uh, you're going to love it. It's, have, you, it's, have you already read it? I've already, yeah, I have. Or actually, what I've done is I've listened to it read by the author. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. And uh, the story is unbelievable. Um, I will, I'm going to listen to it again in preparation for, for this. Um, it really opened my eyes to certain chapters of history. Yeah, let's just say that the East India Company uh, is very well described for the, the okay. beast and the, the horror that it was. Um, so mm. it's it's a it's a fantastic book, um, and I'm going to really enjoy going through it again and reviewing it with you as well. So okay, thank um, you. Cool, good, um, Greg. Thank you very much. I know it's a holiday for me, but you're you're working, so I better let you get back to it so thanks a lot man and so um yeah my love to the family and uh, we'll speak soon thanks very much take care Mike. two and a mic